Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Back in here on the night. Second hour of the show. Person Osero with Grant Nicholson. We got two more hours left. We'll keep you updated on the Major League Baseball All-Star game. As it should be getting underway here pretty soon. I talked about this last night with with uh with Sean. Like the way that they handled the the home run derby, I thought, like they they, it's like they they have ideas on how to make like the exhibitions interesting, but not like the actual games interesting. And like they're trying all these experiments, like the presentation and whatnot. I actually thought that the home run derby last night, in terms of presentation, was actually pretty good. They had like a lot of cool pyro going on and like they, they kind of made the it visually pop baseball is not a very visually appealing sport. Uh, sometimes it can be when you see like a outfielder, like slide to make a great catch or like catch one over the shoulder or rob a, a home run or whatever. Um, or you see a, a guy just smack a ball out the park. Like that's really visual appealing, but like, you know, Somebody just hitting a single that scores a run from second in into the uh, you know over to the uh, right field uh, that that's probably not that visually appealing usually uh, you know sometimes some of them double plays are are really athletic and really interesting but a lot of times it's not uh, a lot of times it's just like oh it's kind of routine looking so it it to me is very interesting when you when you look at the state of baseball because from a visually appealing point it, it is not at the level of football or basketball or it's you know etc um, I mean I say that soccer many times has a lot more appealing athletic plays than baseball does and hockey sometimes but I actually think baseball might be a little bit better than hockey but I feel like 
baseball in terms of quality for its all-star game has the highest quality of all of the all-star games. NBA all-star game is pretty bad. Like it's, it's, it's not great. It's just like, usually it's just a bunch of guys throwing a bunch of alley-oops to each other and dunking with nobody even attempting to defend them, which I understand nobody's trying to get hurt in a meaningless exhibition in the, you know, in February when the playoffs are a couple months away. So I respect that. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. It is what it is, but it's not a good game. The Pro Bowl's terrible. It's a parody of football. Nobody tackles. I mean, at this point now, you might as well just make it a, a flag football game. I think that'd make it more interesting, actually, because you might actually got, get guys who try a little bit harder because they know that, oh, yeah, like I'm not going to get hurt in this game probably. But the problem is that even though baseball has the best all-star game among the the major sports, it still is probably the least appealing because they really lack the star power. They really lack the marketing if you will listen to Dusty Baker, manager of the of the AL team, the AL All Star team, talking about uh, his, his starting pitcher. I just want to announce uh, my team starter uh, tomorrow uh, for the American League is Shane McClanahan, and uh, you know he's deserving. I've tell you the truth, I've never seen him pitch. <laughs> <laughs> And we didn't play him at all this year, but everybody that I've talked to told me that he is nasty. And so, uh, you know, he is, he is my choice through, through talking to, you know, to others. And I'm excited to, to see him pitch, except when he's pitching against us in September. He's never seen that guy pitch. Not once. Never seen him once. Didn't turn on SportsCenter. Didn't, didn't have one of the games on this year. Nothing. Never seen that guy pitch. And he's starting in the game tonight. Think about that for a second. And I'll tell you this, because I, I, it's funny because I thought I was the only one. A few years ago, I was on here during the All-Star break, uh, back when this was the night shift before Bing took it over. And I came on the air, and I was like, dude, like I had the game on and everything. I was like, dude, I don't know who any of these players are, except for the Royals players. I don't know any of these guys. Maybe I, knew, I knew the guys who were like the Royals players and the guys in division. Because I, I know I know the guys on the Tigers, on the Twins, the White Sox, Guardians, etc. Didn't know anybody else in any, except for like the, the easy names like Trout and whatnot. That's a problem in baseball. When even the manager of the All-Star game has no idea who this kid is, who's pitching for him, starting for him in the All-Star game. That's a problem for marketing. It's a problem from a a uh, a national interest standpoint, and it shows you why baseball has done. I think a re- major league baseball has done a really bad job at keeping us interested in the game for more than just our local perspective. It kind of like seriously, I I and I I, I completely understand where Dusty's coming from. I'm not mad at him from that because to me, that's not a dusty problem. So I remember somebody texted him when I said that a few years ago. It's like, oh, that sounds like a you problem. It's like, come on, man. The average listener for 610 Sports Radio who listens to the Royals games that we play on this station only probably listens maybe a game or two a week. They're not listening to every game. They probably listen maybe a game or two a week because not everybody has time to sit around the radio and listen to baseball on the air. 
we got diehards. You know, we got guys like Big T and Dan and Chester and all that. Those guys are, are glued to the radio. They love listening to the games or watching the games. They are about it. They're following the team uh, all throughout the season. They know the players. They know the stats. We got a lot of guys who are really into this team, and I respect that. I respect when those guys call in and they watch all these games. Like Seriously, it seems like Big T calls in every night now. <laughs> you know, this team's awful. And I'll tell you this, man. I got a lot of respect for somebody who's willing to watch that much bad baseball in a season. Like, But at the same time, how many of these guys know the players on all these other teams? Last month, a month and a half ago, I made a trip to San Diego with my girlfriend and her son. We went down there. Beautiful weather. I mean, just way better than the weather we have in Kansas City. It's like 60s, 70s the entire almost week we were there. No humidity. It was great. Even though it's, you know, right on the right on the other. It's almost no humidity. It's excellent. I mean, prime weather. Some of the best weather you can ask for. And I remember we w- I went to a, uh, a Padres game that Friday night. They were playing the Rockies. And I just remember being in awe of how many players I didn't know were on that team that I like heard of. Guys like you, Darvish. I didn't know Manny Machado was on that team. Um, I didn't know that, like, I knew Hosmer was on there. Didn't know Manny Machado was there. Didn't know you, Darvish, was on that team. And I just remember being shocked. I was like, oh, my God, I know these guys. And I didn't know that they had made their way over to the Padres team because there's so much effort you have to put in to follow your favorite team that trying to follow it from a national perspective is hard, aside from, like, watching highlights on SportsCenter. And you don't really need to watch highlights from SportsCenter now because you can just go on your ESPN app on your phone or whatever other sports app you have that has scores on it. You can just read the scores there. It's kind of hard to follow baseball if you're watching the Royals a whole lot. It used to be a lot easier when I was a kid. I remember when I was a kid, Royals games were barely on television. I remember, I think it was like 05, 06, back when like Buddy Bell was the manager. You had, um, there was, they had the RSTN. It was not, they didn't have Fox, their Fox Sports deal yet. It was the RSTN. It was in-house with the Royals. And they they would show their games on Channel 38 spot. And you would get the, let me see, they had opening day. They had, I think it was Saturday home games and Sunday road games they would have on there. That was it. I think maybe they'd have like the occasional weekday game. But usually it was opening day, Saturday home, Sunday away. Those are the only games they showed on TV. So, and I, I was a big baseball fan. So, I if I wanted my baseball fix, I was going to have to go over to TBS and watch the uh, the Braves play over there. Or I'd have to go to WGN and watch the Cubs play there. Or I have to go to ESPN and watch their Sunday night baseball, Wednesday night baseball. I think sometimes they'd have Monday night baseball. That's what I had to watch. So I watched a lot of Yankees. I watched a lot of Red Sox, a lot of Phillies, Mets, some Dodgers games. But that's because it was a lot harder for me to watch the Royals back then. I listened to a lot of Royals games, listened to a lot of Bob Davis call games back in the day. But now I don't need to do that because we've got all the games here on 16, but also the games are televised. It's so easy to watch your favorite team now. Because of that now, it's so hard to watch other teams. You have to be a super diehard to watch other teams. A lot of these teams are playing at the same time now. The accessibility, I think, has hurt 
the ability for us to watch baseball as much as we used to, at least the diversity of baseball, watch other teams. And I think that has hurt the all-star game a bit because we don't know a lot of these guys we're watching because if we're watching baseball, we're probably going to watch our favorite team. It's different like the NFL. The NFL, the Chiefs play at noon. I can watch the Chiefs play at noon, and then after that I can sit around and I can watch another football game or a football game after that because I know that this is the only day besides uh, Monday and Thursday that football games are going to be on. And I know that today is the only day that the Chiefs are going to play unless they play Thursday. It's only one game a week you're going to watch with the, with the Chiefs. Again, if you're like a diehard football fan, you probably want to watch more than one football game a week. So to me, it's just like I, I understand where Dusty's coming from. And I understand where uh, a lot of these people are coming from who are having a hard time keeping up with baseball now. Baseball has a marketing problem, but the accessibility is also kind of hurt it too because it makes it harder for us to be able to keep up with all these other teams because we got to watch our team because they're on television now. It's easy to watch teams now. So I think that's that's also part of the problem here. And at the end of the day, I really think it – Dusty uh, was on with Fesco, uh, Fesco this morning, and he made this great analogy saying that Major League Baseball is kind of like the WWE and that it's basically coasting off of its legacy from 20 years ago. And he's 100% right. Baseball right now is very much coasting off of its legacy. It's older stars from back in the day. I talked about this a few months ago. Um, I was last year I was watching ESPN and they were promoting Yankees Red Sox Sunday night baseball and they didn't talk about any of the players currently on either team no Aaron Judge no JD Martinez no Jackie Bradley Jr. no Chris Sale no they showed Derek Jeter Alex Rodriguez David Ortiz all these older names guys who don't play for those teams anymore guys who don't play in the league anymore. And that was your big promotion, not the stars currently on those teams. No, the guys who used to be on the team many years ago. That Look, Steve Nash ain't going to get me to watch Phoenix Suns games now. This seems not good. I'm not watching no damn Suns games if you're saying, oh, Steve Nash used to play for him a decade ago. That's not very good promotion. You're not going to go out and promote Chiefs games by saying Trent Green used to play there 20 years ago. It's not very good promotion. You want to promote the stars that play for that team now. And I, I agree with that notion that they are living off of their legacy. So baseball has a lot to change because it is very much kind of becoming a casual appeal sport. And I think that Major League Baseball has a lot to do to try to market this game better. Because like I said, all-Star Games, best best of all the All-Star Games. Major League Baseball has the best of all the All-Star Games that are played. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because they don't have the stars that they used to have to get us to want to watch. Coming up next, I'm going to tell you why I think there's a, there's a lot of hypocrisy in regards to the discussions about the Royals players missing the, the Toronto series. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. 
Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back in here on Big at Night, 610 Sports Radio, the Odyssey app, Christian Ocero, Grant Nicholson. All-Star Game 2022 is currently underway right now. I think Shohei Otani led off and opened with the first pitch single. I mean, this might be, if, if, if it's going to go this way, I mean, that was like first pitch, just meatball straight to him. This game might be... Uh, might be long. One of those games where we as producers, when there's a whole bunch of scoring, we got to cut all the highlights. We're like, oh my God, this game's going to be long as hell. Those are not fun either. Like when we get those like three and a half, four hour Royals games and we got to work the next day. Oh man. You know what I really hate is when the Royals are already getting blown out. It's like six to one or two or something. And And then they got to tack on like three extra runs in the top of the eighth inning. Yeah. Yeah, Come on, man. The Royals are already dead. (laughs) Just leaving me alone. Stop, stop doing it. They're already dead. That's frustrating. That's really right. Yeah, they're already getting blown out. And next, you know, they got to tack on some some extra runs. And then it just adds an extra like 15 minutes to the game because then there's like a pitching change in the middle. And, you know, the Cal's got to go out there and, and have a talk with the pitcher. Yeah, that's that's very frustrating. I, I know what you mean. God um, forbid anybody get hurt either. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, just they gotta go out there and look at his hand, <laughs> yeah, and then they gotta I, get someone warm. Yeah, they gotta look at his finger, make sure there's not a blister or anything on it, or is a bruise or something, or he's got tightness in his shoulder. Yeah, no, it, that stuff slows the, the game. The new down. guys gotta come out, throw some warm up pitches. Oh yeah, and like that that warm up takes forever because especially because a lot of times if they don't expect it, then they got to go over there and waste time at the ma- at the at the mound there to let the guy hurry up and get warm, and then he runs out and then he takes a bunch of warm up pitches in uh, during the commercial break. Oh yeah, it takes forever. Oh man, like believe me, we we count the hours when it's late here on uh, on six ten here. Somebody somebody texted on the J Southland Toe Service text line. Uh, these are nasty unis. He's talking about the uh, All Star Game. I love these uniforms. Seriously, 
Like, I don't like when they have those, like, you know, like in the NBA, they, they'll have like those all-star uniforms where it's like East-West and, and then the uniforms are just like, they don't look anything like what the teams wear. It's just like a, it's like a cartoonish, like almost 90s-esque uniform that they wear for the, for the all-star game. These uniforms are very different. They're just like the team's actual uniforms in terms of like the font and everything on them. They're just colored in white and gold or black and gold. American League is wearing black and gold and uh, the National League is wearing white and gold. Um, Very interesting. I actually really like this design. I actually hope they keep it for future years because... Uh, I would actually buy one of these jerseys. Like usually, I don't. I don't want to. I don't really like the All Star Game jerseys. I would actually totally buy one of these uniform jerseys here. Why did All Star Games go away from everyone wearing their own jersey for the I, game? I don't. I think it's a marketing thing. Is I it think because it like, the guys that were on the away team were just like mad that their jerseys were all basically white? No, I think it was like. I think it was because. The whoever the uniform like this year it's Nike, but in past years it was Majestic, who was doing the uniforms for the for Major League Baseball, and I think for them, they wanted to create uniforms that they could like jerseys that they could sell that weren't like the team's jerseys. Uh, I see. Because you remember Another back in little, little you remember profit back, center. We exactly, yeah. it's trying. You know how it is with soccer teams. Every every year they change their uniforms, except for in the MLS. But like in in uh, in Europe, they change their uniforms. Uh, usually pretty decently every year. Like I know Real Madrid does like white and like some other. A lot of the big clubs have year. literally a New Jersey every year. Not even yeah. close to the same one. Every yeah. yeah. Like I know Barcelona's got a new one this year. Um, like Chelsea's is different this year. Man U's is different this year. Munich, Juventus, all yeah, the big teams. all those teams change their uniforms every year. Uh, I, th- I think that's what the idea was behind it, but I don't think it was really selling because those uniforms are ugly. Those those all-star game jerseys were really, really ugly. But I actually think, like, I would buy one of these. Like, if they sold these, uh, if they sold the Royals jerseys at the, uh, at the um, team store, I'd probably grab one, especially if you could customize it. I'd probably grab one. I actually really like that. You can order it off the the team website, you know, MLB shop. Like I, I totally do that. I really like these uniforms. This right here, this is how they should go about doing it. So I, I want to get into the discussion again about the whole royal situation. And as I stated earlier in the show, I don't care about the vaccination status of the ten players that did not make the trip to Toronto. Not an issue for me. If they want to make that choice, cool. That's their, like I said, it is it is their personal choice. It's their health. They are free to make that decision. Doesn't involve me, ain't my business. But the problem is that a lot of the people that were are sticking up for these guys, especially Wit. There's a lot of people out there sticking up for Wit, even though Wit dished your team. There's a lot of people that would not typically support players who choose to sit out games for whatever personal choices they make. You remember earlier this year when Tyreek Hill basically demanded a trade because he didn't get the contract that he wanted from the Chiefs. People got pissed. They were angry. They were so many people on the text line, so many people on Twitter. Oh, my God, Tyreek Hill's a traitor. Oh, he's going to go to Dolphins. I hope he doesn't have any success there. I, I hope he gets injured. I, I hope he regresses. Like, Tyreek Hill's never going to be the same without Patrick Mahomes. And I came on here and I said, I respect his decision to choose to go and get paid. He's won his ring. 
He's proven he's one of the best receivers of this era. He has every right to say, I want to go and get generational wealth so that I could provide for my family well down the line. And if he can go and get a better offer than what he has here, I got no problem with it. Because the average American would love to be in that position where they can go maximize their value and go make the most money possible. The average American would do what Tyree Kill did. Even if it meant you went to a place that didn't perform the way that your previous employer did, they still would take it, especially if they reached the pinnacle of their industry before. A lot of those guys would be like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll go to another place and get a pay raise. I've I've had my time at the top of the mountain. Now I want to go and chill and count my money. A lot of people would do that, and I respected that. But the problem is that I, I feel like there's some hypocrisy here because I've had to, I've, I've worked here at 610 for, I mean, on the, on the on-air side for like eight years now. And I have heard so many people here complain about players who don't put the team first, who don't go out of their way to sacrifice for the team. You always hear that cliche amongst the, for the top players on the team. First one in, last one out. All the time. You hear it all the time for all the great players. And if that person isn't like that, then they don't care enough. They're not trying hard enough, et cetera, et cetera. I've had to hear about that for a long, long time. And I've seen debates over the years here on this station and elsewhere about players not making enough sacrifices for their respective teams. I don't know how many times I've seen on ESPN, whether it be like first take, because I know this was a big hot button issue like a decade ago on ESPN where like you'd have these baseball players in the middle of the season who take a leave of absence so they can go witness the birth of their child and people would debate oh is that right is that should they do that should this hockey player decide to go see the birth of his child over playing a regular season game happens all the time and it's been a debate for a long time people are saying oh you don't care enough about your team if you're gonna go witness the birth of your child it it was a debate that was happening Uh, for a while now over the years because occasionally you get a player that would miss games due to paternal leave and next thing you know people you know some of the fans for that team are up in arms about it we for years have seen players hold out for better contracts during training camp training camp's about to start we had like six teams have their rookies report today i know the chiefs rookies quarterbacks and uh some injured players will report this Friday to St. Joe. And then I think a week from now on Tuesday, next Tuesday, the veterans will report first practice next Wednesday. Make sure you're locked in here on 610 Sports Radio, your official broadcast partner, the Kansas City Chiefs. But I know that for a long time, you'll hear about players holding out. They can't really do it now because of the new CBA. They get fined pretty stiffly if they don't do that. But obviously, Orlando Brown Jr., he hasn't signed his franchise tag yet. We don't know when he will, and that's going to be a story. If he chooses to not go to training camp uh, at the beginning of it or he waits until the the middle of it or he doesn't report at all and he waits until the the start of the season or right before to sign his extension, I mean, to sign his uh, his, his franchise tag, you're going to have people that go out there and question his commitment to the team and complain that he's not doing everything he can to be on this team. But they went out and they still defended Whit Merrifield. And to me, if you're going to support what Witt and those other nine players did, which you have the right to, support players when they make personal decisions 
that they think are best for themselves. Support the guy that wants to go witness the birth of his child. Support the guy that wants to go get paid and feels like he's not getting his worth from that from the team that he's on. And so he's going to hold out and hope that they see the light and pay him what he's worth. Support the person that wants to be traded and refuses to go play. Those are all personal choices too. And I think we should respect all those choices. I support athletes going out there and making their own personal decisions. I support athletes making selfish decisions sometimes. Because sometimes you can't just do what's best for your employer and not for yourself too. Because a lot of these companies out here will chew you up and spit you out. And especially in professional sports where we know that these teams, as soon as there is slippage in your performance, they're ready to throw you out on the streets. I respect players. I love when players go out there and say, yeah, this ain't for me. Even if it hurts my favorite team. Like I said, I had no problem with what Tyreek Hill did this offseason, going out there and getting his money, because I respect the fact that he was willing to go out there and stand up for himself and get what he believed was best for him and his family. And if it wasn't the best for us and our team, we'll be fine. We got Andy Reid. We got Patrick Mahomes. We got Brett Veach. We'll find someone else. But I respect the fact that he went out there and made that choice. And I feel like if you're going to respect what these guys did, you should respect every decision that these players make that they feel is in their own best interest. Because at the end of the day, we don't know what's going through their minds. We don't know what their priorities are. And I feel like we should let them go out there and have the freedom to do what they wish. Coming up next, I tell you why this Juan Soto situation with the Nationals is so interesting and how it could apply apply to the Royals in the near future. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west.
Back in here on Big at Night, 610 Sports Radio, the Odyssey app, Christian Ocell, Grant Nicholson. So they're, they're remotes for the TVs in here, not in here. I can't find them for some reason. So I had to pull up the game on my phone. I got, I got YouTube TV, so I'm currently watching the All-Star game on my phone right in front of me here. So I've got like three, four screens right here in front of me. Right now, National League batting in the bottom of the first. They currently lead 2-0 over the American League. McClanahan, the guy that uh, Dusty Baker did not know, is not having a good outing. This might be the only inning that he uh, that he uh, pitches tonight. Not ha- is that is that embarrassing if you have a bad outing as a pitcher in the All Star game? Do you think that's a Do you think that's a bad outing? I mean, like a kind of embarrassing for these guys to go out there and get whooped in the All Star game. Do you remember who has bad games as as a quarterback in the NFL All Star game? <laughs> I mean, I think Donovan Mitchell one time had four points in the NBA All-Star game. Shot like one for nine. He did not have a good game. Does anybody remember that? Remember Alex Smith? (laughs) His first Pro Bowl, he like, I think he threw it off the back of a lineman's lineman's head like once or twice, and everyone's just laughing at it. A lot of these off-season things, nobody's out there like, I don't know, should they pay Tannehill? He didn't have a great All-Star game. (laughs) It's not, it's not it's not like from a it's like from a just like a pride standpoint it can't feel good to be uh, a pitcher in the all-star game and he's yeah like, i mean he, i'm sure it hurts on an like, individual level he's like a legit he's like a legit uh cy young candidate he's leading the league in uh in strikeouts and thus far two outs in the bottom of the first he's already given up two runs he's got a guy at first He's, he's struggling out here. He's kind of uh, also the best lineup you'll face all year. Yeah, but you know how baseball is. Like baseball's a, a sport where the odds are in the pitcher's favor. So for you to go out there and you get smacked immediately, like you know how it is. Sometimes like it takes like a time or two through the lineup for guys to start to figure you out a bit. And these guys, they got on top of them very quick. I mean, this is not a. And maybe it's just like he's just like whatever. I'm not going to give you my good stuff in the All Star game. But if he's, like, really trying here, which you would think they would, because, like, you know, national spotlight here, and it's baseball. There's uh, Traditionally, it's a game that the players take a lot of pride in. The fact that, you know, he's out here getting smacked on national TV in the first quarter, I mean, the first inning, uh, I don't know if that's something you want to have happen to you. I'm sure he doesn't like it. I'm sure it hurts. <laughs> I never that, argued that it didn't hurt. You think he's, he's going to go back to the dugout and, like, knock, like, knock the – Cooler water cooler over. Be hilarious to see someone throw, lose it in an all star game. Throw his glove <laughs> across the dugout. <laughs> that would be baseball is the only sport where someone would be like legit pissed that they had a bad outing in in that game. Like no one if if like Donovan Mitchell was not mad that he's only scored four points in the all star game. He's like, hey, it happens, whatever. You know, I you know they're bigger. Yeah, stars but at the than same me. time, I'm sure he'll remember it next year. Absolutely, he's gonna to want to do better, but he's not. He's not, he wasn't sitting there pouting after he only. You had think four in those All Star group chats, though, they'll like flame you after the game? Like, oh, Donovan, oh yeah, of heck, of, heck of a game last night. Of course, yeah, they'll definitely. I mean, he definitely got flamed. He definitely got flamed by his teammates too. I know Rudy Gobert was all up in that ass about that performance there. I guarantee he would have slapped the, you know what, out of Rudy Gobert. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> Gobert probably. Yeah, Gobert's not a tough dude. At least he's not tough by any, like tough by a lot of those NBA standards, but let alone, you know, I, I want to get into this Juan Soto situation here. Um, 
Juan Soto is a star outfielder for the Washington Nationals. Came in the news a few days ago. He was offered a 15-year, $440 million contract. That's roughly $29 million a year, over $29 million a year. Fat contract offer. A lot of us would love to get that sort of contract offer from our place of employment. That is a hell of a lot of money. And he turned it down. He turned it down, and I can understand that. There are reports. I mean, his agent's Scott Boris, mind you, so, you know, you know. He probably thinks that he can get more money. If you can get 440 from Nationals, you probably can get more from the, the Dodgers or the Yankees or whatever team he ends up on. But he, after that happened, after he turned that, that contract offer down, they basically, it came out, the Washington Nationals basically, okay, well, I guess we'll just trade you. He had this to say when asked about the, uh, the trade rumors swirling around him after he turned down the extension. Club talk to you about how that changed and why. Do you understand? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't talked to anybody to tell me how that changed or what was the mindset. But definitely, so like you say, they a couple of weeks ago they were saying they will never train me, and now they, all these things that came out. Uh, feels really uncomfortable. You don't know what to trust, but at the end of the day. Uh, it's, it's out of my hands of what decision they made. And it, it hurts when you find out that a team that you're playing for, and he might like playing there. He just might be like, hey, I, I want a better offer than that. I want more than $440 million. And it, again, he has a right to, to ask for that because seems like there's probably somebody out there that's willing to pay him that much. Uh, but now it's ignited the trade rumors, and now we're hearing about where he could possibly end up. Should he hit the the trade market for real and have the and basically now he's going to get shopped around to all these other teams, a lot of teams in contention that have the ability to go out and get someone like him. And so it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. But I think this is important because I've talked about this many times on the air about the value of star players in Major League Baseball. And I'll say this. If whoever gets him just feels like they're one player away or is just one player away from winning a championship, then the trade will pay off if they win a championship. Like it happened with Johnny Cueto. The Royals traded a, a pretty good amount to go get Johnny Cueto in 2015. Um, I was on the air when it happened, and I remember seeing that trade package, and I was like, oh, man, that's pretty fat, but, hey, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do and go out and get you a pitcher you feel like is going to help you win a championship. So at that time, I didn't have criticism for it, and then when they made the trade for Zobrist, I didn't have any criticism for that as well, even though they had to trade a ton of assets to go in and get these guys. But those guys helped them win a World Series, and if he helps you win a World Series, that's fine. The problem, though, is that we see blockbuster trades happen all the time in baseball, and most of the time they don't lead to championships. And so it leads me to believe that in all likelihood, what's going to end up happening is whoever trades for him probably doesn't win the title, and they'll have overpaid for nothing. And it's the the reason why I, I do value the approach that the Royals have to a certain extent. You'd like to see them go out there and put cash on the table for like an ace pitcher. I'd be I'd love to see them go out and spend 30 million a year on an ace pitcher and then maybe 
see if they can try to keep one of their star players here, which we'll talk about that in the next segment. But I, I, I very much like the fact that the Royals are not one of these teams that's going to go out there and hand out a silly contract to a player who never is going to even come close to living up to that value. I, I know certain t- people complain about like Hunter Dozier's contract. Hunter Dozier's contract's not that bad. It's it it could be worse. He could be making like. 12, 13, 14 million dollars a deal. I think it's like 8 million a year on average that Dozier is making in on that contract. That's not that bad. There are a lot of teams out there that would love to have a player with his kind of production for only 8 million dollars a year. It's pretty healthy there. You like that. Like if you look at it like the the most money that they're paying to any player on this team right now is Salvador Perez, 20 million. He's hurt right now. But, you know, he still leads the team. He's still number two on the team in in home runs behind Bobby Wood Jr. Like, guys like that, those are the kind of guys that, like, live up to their value or even exceed their value. And that is why I like the approach of the Royals. Uh, David Sampson, who was on with Cody and Gold, I think it was a few months ago, said that the very best general managers find a way to have their players outperform their value by a significant margin. And the problem is, like, Soto probably will never do that because he's going to cost a boatload of money to keep. Probably, I'm guessing, 30, 35, maybe even $40 million a year. And you're also going to have to trade a ton of assets. I was looking at some of these likely trades that they would have to make. And, like, one of them was, like, the Angels. That included a trade package that had um, Shohei Otani plus another all-star player. And maybe a minor league or two and cash in order to make that trade. Shohei Otani right now is the best player in Major League Baseball. And you would have to trade him plus other players and cash in order to get Juan Soto. The White Sox, there's there's them having to trade two all-star caliber players plus three of their top six prospects. And then on top of that, you got to pay Juan Soto his money. It's a lot of money to pay for a player that is just one player. So I like the approach that the Royals have, which is let's maximize our dollars. Now, you would like for them to speed that up, and I think that a lot of us are disappointed that they haven't been able to do that this year. But rebuilding takes time, and I think we probably overestimated that, Royals included, overestimated their ability to do that with guys like Witt and Benny and Michael A. Taylor, et cetera. But I, I really do feel like this, this approach that the, the Royals have is great. I would much rather they... Uh, do the slow burn on the rebuild, then try to rush it, overspend on players, and then be hamstrung with bad contracts. Because there's a lot of teams in Major League Baseball that have them. And like a guy like Juan Soto is only going to help a handful of teams. There might be a team out there that has a ton of prospects, and they make a move to go out and get Juan Soto, and they don't win anything. I mean, the Padres, look at them. They got Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Eric Hosmer, and they haven't won a damn thing since they got those guys. They've underperformed with those guys on their team. So uh, I think that we can look at this situation and understand that it probably it, the, the Nationals are probably going to come out on this way better than whoever trades for Soto. But I do think it makes an interesting point about the where the Royals can go here, uh, go from here as far as handling their roster. And I'll tell you what that is next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 
As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Final few minutes of the second hour here. Think at night, 610 Sports Radio, the Odyssey app. They are currently in the uh, top of the second year. Actually, bottom of the second, actually, here in the All-Star game. National League's up 2-0. Alex Manoa now is on the mound. Toronto Blue Jay. So clearly McClanahan done, you know, done for the night. Did not have a good outing. Gave up two in the first. Struggled at a lot of guys on base. So uh, his night is over now. Now it is on Alex Manoa. So I want to I want to continue the conversation here about in regards to the Juan Soto situation. I, I thought about that because it made me think about the future that the Royals have with with uh, let's say Whit Merrifield, Bobby Wood Jr. Because I think that's very interesting. Bobby Wood Jr. is in the first of his seven years of service time at the major league level. So he's not going anywhere anytime soon. And it gives the Royals an, uh, enough time, I think, especially with the the kind of talent that we've seen from some of the younger guys, especially in the, in the Toronto series. Um I think it gives them enough time to be able to try to win, you know, build a, a contending team because they, they've got some talent. They just need these guys to figure it out. And we've seen some of that talent come through and, and really show what they're capable of. But it makes me wonder, how much longer do the Royals wait until they try to give, Whit, I mean, a Bobby Wood Jr., a big contract extension? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. It would be smart for the Royals to do what they've done with some of these other players too. Cause this is, this is not something that would be out of the realm for them. They have signed players who were still, still had service time with the team still on their original rookie service time contracts. They've signed them to contracts that basically uh, 
converted those service time years into a regular contract. They did it with Whit Merrifield. I believe they did it with Salvi. Um, they have done it with, I think it was Duffy as well. They did it with a lot of different players. Hunter Dozier as well. He got he got that contract. And basically, it allows them to not have to worry about arbitration. I'm sure they're probably going to do it with Nikki here soon because uh, they – had to go deep into arbitration and actually had to have an arbitration hearing with Nikki this year. And they won in, in their hearing against him, but you probably don't want to have that process drag out. So I assume that at some point they might try to look at, at signing him long-term in order to uh, make sure that they don't have to worry about having to negotiate his, his contract every year. I feel like if you're the Royals and Bobby Wood Jr. has a great season next year where he's clearly the best player in your team, just see all from like a 10-year, I don't know, $150, $200 million contract and see if he bites. And if he does, great. You don't have to worry about Scott Boris. Scott Boris is not his agent, uh, at least not right now, so he's fine. But like at least see if he'd be willing to do that. Because right now, the number one concern I think Royals fans have about Bobby Wood Jr. is that he goes and plays for the Yankees at some point. We're all concerned about all of our players going to be Yankees. That's why so many people were pissed when Rex Hudler uh, was on the air and basically, you know, kind of said, oh, man, Salvador Perez would look good in Yankee pinstripes. And, like, you know, he was just playing around or whatever. But it was something that was – that hit us where it hurts because we're used to seeing our players go and play somewhere else, somewhere like uh, the Yankees or some other big market team. That stuff hurts us. We don't want to watch our, our players go and play elsewhere. We want them to stay here. So that to me is if I were Dayton Moore and JJ Bacolo, my number one mission would be to make sure that Bobby Wood Jr. stays here as long as possible. Cause right now he looks like a generational talent. He he's starting to show the, the makings of a generational level talent. And you don't want that guy to leave and go elsewhere. Guys like that increase the value of your franchise. They build up interest in your team and, and he could help impact the future earnings of this organization in a very positive way. Television deals, merchandise sales, et cetera, et cetera. They can do the marketing on their own of Bobby Wood Jr. Cause he's the kind of star that not even Salvi is like he has the potential to be uh, a generational level talent uh, just based on what we've seen and based on what you've heard from scouts over the years since they drafted him three years ago. I, I feel like if you're the Royals, you got to do your due diligence and see if you can sign him to a long-term deal. Cause I feel like that that's the, the best option for them to be able to keep him and see if you can get a, a few extra years on top of those service time years. You make him happy. He gets big money right now. And then when he's in his early to mid thirties, then he can make a choice about where he wants to go then. And then you hope and pray that you can keep him after that and you can get him on your, get him on your team longer than the, the 10 year deal. But if I were the Royals, I would do that. And if he turns it down right now, so be it. You can try again in a few years or whatever. We'll see how you are. Uh, I'm sure the I know the Royals don't want to just go out and just trade guys just all willy nilly. They want to go out and get the most that they can. But I, I feel like it's a smart deal for them to try to see if they can sign Bobby Wood Jr. to a long term deal. Coming up next, uh, a couple weeks ago, I talked about something that Mike Matheny said, and I was way wrong about it. Matheny was very prophetic about this uh, about the about what he said. 
uh, in an interview with Dusty and Bink on Fesco in the Morning. And I'll tell you what that is next. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.